everybody, welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Hey, kids. And we're back with another episode, guys. Thank you again for listening to our last episode with Joy. We talked about the coonery and buffoonery of the Bill Maher situation and LeBron James and some more stuff. Um, Joy's comments got a lot of, um, a lot of side eyes and, um, <laughs> we, we feel you. So, um... Before we get started, you know we have social media. You can hit us up on our Facebook, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast. You can hit us up on Instagram at talkitoutpodcast. You can hit us up on a Twitter at talkitout underscore pod. All right, let's get it started. So, today I kind of want to talk about just a couple of just messed up situations i don't know exactly what i'm going to call this episode yet but i found this one story and it was just one of the most disturbing things i've seen in a long long time so here's what happened i'm listening trigger warning for everybody abuse physical and sexual so um there's this video going around of this girl who told her mother that she was being sexually abused by her mother's boyfriend. And instead of the, the mother saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. Guess what the mother does? What? Starts beating on her daughter. First of all, I want to say, not surprised. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. How did you know that? I just knew you were because that's how people treat their kids. Like, I knew as soon as you said, guess what she did. I knew you were going to say she started either whooping her or beating her. Wow. Because that's how people do their kids. They have no respect for their children, and that's how they treat their children. So, I knew you was going to say that before you said it. And, uh... The girl, yeah, she was swinging on the girl, and then the girl, you know, she kind of swung, well, she kind of flinched back, and then kind of swung back at the mama trying to get her away from her. And that just made the mama go worse. And then the crazy thing was all those bystanders looking over there, just videotaping it, not doing nothing, just saying, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, that ain't right, or ooh, 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 you know. Not helping at all. I could not believe that. And then um, has the audacity. She had a little Facebook. Everybody found a Facebook. Audacity to say, like, he saw the best in me. To put that song on her profile page. When I tell you, if you go to that lady profile page, them folks are reading her to build. Calling her all types of names, which she deserves. And it's already said that the girl has run away, and now she's saying, my baby ran away. Like, what kind of... Do you blame her? Idiotic. My thing is, how messed up in the head do you have to be that your daughter is telling you she was sexually abused? You so wanting to have, so much wanting to have some type of male companionship that you're not even going to talk to that dude. You're going to punish your your daughter for saying something about it? Like, what do you think that's going to do? Was it because she was ashamed that she said it in front of everybody? 
Like, I just don't understand the frame, the point of frame point to even do something like that. Do you? Oh, God. Um, how do I feel about that? Let me think. Okay, so you know that I absolutely am not for child abuse or spanking or none of that. None of that. Nothing. Don't touch your children where you wouldn't want to be touched. Right. Um, but I'm honestly not surprised. I've seen, for instance, I've seen something on Facebook today, and uh, this girl who I used to work with, she is teaching her child how to potty. And she uh-huh. says that it's the hardest thing that she can possibly do is teach her how to potty. Uh-huh. And somebody comments on there, thank her ass, or excuse me, thank her butt anytime she uses the bathroom on herself, and then she'll learn to use the potty. What? Yeah. And the girl comments back and says, I've already tried doing that. I've spanked her. She'll cry for two seconds and then be okay. My thing is, is like, if you're constantly whooping your child, constantly. Uh-huh. And uh, they know that they're probably just going to get a whooping later, so why does it even matter that they do what you're telling them to do at this point? Then they're never going to understand, you know, what the point is for using spanking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that, I worded that so weird. But basically what I'm saying is, is that people abuse their children for the tiniest thing. Who whoops their child for not using the potty? It's a right. child! not gonna do it on the first try they're not gonna do it on the second try and they may not do it on the third try right it's your place as a parent to sit there with them and wait on them and allow them to do what they got to do but people aren't going to treat their children that way and and that lady while that's an extreme case i'm not surprised because people turn on their children's backs all the time they choose their lovers over their own they do and then man ooh, and it's not like the lady the girl just said just somebody abused me she said that the dude that the lady was with was abusing her so you still gonna be with a man that's a pedophile and not only that abusing your own daughter what kind of that might mean that's like some precious type stuff so have you seen that video? It's of that um, it's this black man with his little daughter. She's like four, and she comes to her dad, and she's like, she starts crying and saying, "All oh, the little kids are calling me bad." No. And then he hugged, girl. You acting like uh, joy today. Like, let me send you this video, cause anyway. So pretty much what happened is I didn't see the whole thing, but I think she was like, "All oh, the kids call me bad." And, he, like, gave her a hug and was consoling her and saying, you're not bad, you know, whatever. And it was a heartfelt video. It was going viral a trillion times all over social media. Mm-hmm. So while that was coming up, somebody found another video by the same guy. Oh, let me add, the, the four-year-old girl is very, very, very light-skinned. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's another video, and he's, like, brown-skinned. Of him with his older daughter. I think she's maybe like in high school. Darker skinned. 
and the video was like, um, my daughter, my daughter thinks she finna come in here and be happy winning second place at a, at a comp, at a, some type of competition. Never. We never win. We never do second place. It's either win or failure. It's either first or failure. And so pretty much what they were saying was, look at the difference in the way he's treating both of his daughters. Mm. Like with the one, he was being all nice and sweet and hugging and consoling. It's going to be okay. With the other one, he was all hard and talking down to and being real aggressive. And then when when, um, people called him out on it, he put on his Instagram, he was like, I know it's not the right thing to say, but every parent has their favorite favorite pair of uh favorite daughter or favorite son uh just like you know you might have a favorite pair of shoes or favorite book i know it's not right to say but it is what it is and the four-year-old is my baby and i this not just terribleness what oh my god my first thing was like why would you openly omit this Admit that. Why would you openly say that? I, and then I feel so bad for their other daughter because it's like, dang. And I know she probably, she been, she been on that. But oh, ain't that just so terrible? Poor baby. Colorism in parenting. That is just so ugly. They're ugly, man. Some people don't need to be parents. That's so sad. I, I like, I, I completely agree. And I would say, like, over half of America does not need to be parents based on the fact that we all just think that we should just whoop them to make them act right. And, like, I always hate the whole, um, well, my parents whooped me and I turned out just fine. No, you're still whooping your kids. And you probably have some kind of, like, mental psychological thing going on in your head where you think it's okay to abuse children or you think it's okay to do all this crazy shit which you wouldn't have been able to think of if your parents would have whooped you to begin with and like there's studies and stuff that say don't whoop your kids don't treat your children differently but like people just don't care it's like there was a story um about this aunt who beat her four-year-old nephew to death with a belt and everybody was like, see, she just let emotions overcome. There's a difference between discipline and abuse. And I'm like, how do we draw this line? At what point, how many hits does it take to turn from discipline to abuse? Like, is it after that fifth hit? Okay, then boom, abuse. Or is it after that seventh hit? Boom, abuse. And so it's like... I don't even understand how people can rationalize that in their mind unless they have been beating themselves. I don't see somebody, oh. I don't see somebody who never gets spankings rationalizing that in their head. Cuz it don't make sense. There's a different difference between discipline and abuse. And when they say discipline, then, they're not talking about like uh instructing the child, giving them consequences. They talking about whooping. It's there's a difference between whooping and abuse. It, how they're both hitting the child the child is both crying at both um like what what is the quantitative factor 
And if Joy was here right now, she'd be uh, shaming you. It's fine. Like, she she would be shaming us for shaming those, those parents. Like, I kind of wish she was here listening to this, because I kind of need her to, like, fill in the blanks and tell us how wrong we are. But it's like, oh, like, oh, I don't even know. Like, as a child that was abused and was spanked, mm-hmm. like, I never want to put my child through that ever. Ever. Right. And even um, if we're just going to talk about bad parenting, I guess this is going to be a parenting episode. Um, So we had this uh, summer camp for like two days, and we passed <laughs> out um, flyers in my mom them old neighborhood. Right. And tell me why. As soon as we get to this one group of folks, they saw that my mom was like a minister lady. And they said, oh, take it, put it out, put it out, put it out. Put what out? Put the weed out. That they had been smoking around their two, four, six, ten-year-old grandchildren come to find out. This lady was super young looking to be a grandmama, but she had them. And her daughter, which was like, I guess, maybe like in her teens. Like, what in the world? This is what we do. We're, we're smoking weed in front of the children. Why? Could you not wait? Could you not wait until the children went to sleep? But no. I don't, I don't understand it. And then letting the little baby play out on the sidewalk, you all the way up on the steps. So if that baby was to step out and get hit, you wouldn't even be able to do nothing. Like, you'd be too late. You cannot run up there. Some people just really don't need to be parents. And that's why I say we need to do everything we can. All these pro-lifers, all these people caring about the children. We need to do everything we can to invest in uh, better sex education, better uh, access to contraceptives, to make sure these people who don't want to get pregnant don't get pregnant and have babies. Because if you have parents that don't want the children, what you think they finna do? They're going to get frustrated and they're going to beat the children. And the children are going to live mm. in these terrible homes. And they're going to grow up with all these behavior problems and go back to the school where they're going to be disciplined and they're going to be in. It just, it just leads them right into a world of failure. It's, it's just mm. not, it's, it's too much. And I was just, I was looking at the children we were passing stuff out, and I was looking at the parents and stuff like that. And some of them were visibly, like, addicted. Some of the, the parents were visibly addicted to drugs. And it was just, it was just terrible. All you could do was shake your head and just your heart go out to the children. It's like, what could you possibly do? But, you know, people growing up in these situations. so it. Long story short, people, some folks just do not need to be parents. That's it's it's not for everybody, and I don't think we should shame people that don't want to have kids too. I think, I think if I have children and people that I know, if they tell me they don't want to have kids, then fine, and I'm going to do everything I can to educate my children and their peers and everybody on being safe and how to abstain from having babies and all that stuff because it's just too much trouble not saying 
you can't be a teen mom and ha- and uh, raise your children, right? Because there's plenty of parents right. that are doing that. But it's just, I know there's plenty of, of people that didn't want to have children and it was a uh-oh and they stuck with the child and they're not treating the child right. And so. I think it's just like, if we weren't so honed in on like, uh, like if Christianity wasn't such a big part of our belief system, like in America currently, as far as like abortion and things like that go, then I don't think that that would be an issue. But because of Christianity and because of certain religions, people feel like if they, uh, you know, abort uh, a fetus, then they're aborting an unborn baby. And like nine times out of ten, these people don't even want their children. They then don't. they have it. Uh, and then they get stuck in these situations. Like, I always see, this is the image I always see mm-hmm. when someone doesn't want to have a kid. It is a white woman. <laughs> she gets pregnant by this country hillbilly white dude. Mm-hmm. On, like, you know, they, they've been dating, but they've not really, really been together together for yeah. very long. They've only been together about three months. Um... And the country hillbilly dude, once she finds out she's pregnant, he proposes to her. Mm-hmm. And they get into a marriage that none, neither one of them technically wanted to be in. Yeah. But because they feel like they're obligated, they get into a marriage. And then their marriage is like an abusive home. And like then that messes up the child when it would have just been easier and better on both. And all three parties, if the unborn fetus had just been aborted to begin with. Or if they would have used contraceptives from or the first Or used contraceptives, right, exactly. If someone would have been on birth control, if someone would have used a condom, like, you could have just saved yourself so much hassle. But instead, you decided to be dumb, and then, due to your religion, you decided not to... Let go, and then, due to regret, you decided to get married because you're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage mm-hmm. due to your religion, and it just goes on and on and on, and, like, it's kind of like your your life just turns into this big thing that you never wanted to do, and here you are. Right. <laughs> like, and, then, you know, that story I, happened so many times, you, you wouldn't believe. I know, and it's crazy to me, and I think me and you... We want control over our life so much that, like, we would never... I don't think we would ever get into that type of situation. No, 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 no. Because, like, we, we want to be in control, like, in Austin instances of what we got to do. Exactly. So. is this world. And I just... It, we say it every time, but I'm just still trying to figure out... There's got to be something else to this whole pro-life movement. It can't be about the fetuses. It's got to be about something else. Because if it was really about the children, they would be championing, championing food stamps with yes, um, early childhood, uh, pre-K, pre free preschool for the mothers, free school lunches. The conservative should be the first one. I should see them first filling up every um town hall meeting when they're saying they're going to cut uh after school programs for the children. 
These are the ones saying they're for the children. These are the ones saying they're pro-life. How are you pro-life when the only time you care about the baby is when it's inside the lady? As soon as the baby comes out of the lady, you don't care anymore. That tells me it's something else. It's something else. Because if it was really about Christianity and doing what Jesus said, again, you would be the first ones out here. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. see what uh, money-making, business-making thing is this that they're trying to, trying to um, push. What type of agenda? Because it don't make sense. The only thing I could think of is, you know, um, white women, especially like middle class, upper middle class, have more mm-hmm. access to getting abortions. And right. maybe I was, I was listening to the place and I was like, okay, this might make sense. Maybe these white conservative people are like those white nationalists who are like, we need to preserve the white race. The brown people are coming in and they're mixing with our babies. Our population is going down. We need to stop having abortions. We need to have more babies. And so maybe they're trying to push that on to um, the conservative middle upper class families to get them to keep on having the babies. But what is in turn happened is, you know, they try to get the blacks on board like they always do to try to, you know, gain their numbers. And by doing that, right. you know, um, black people just starting to have more babies. I mean, and people of color are just, have, just having more babies. I mean, they're not having as many abortions as, as, the, as the, the white folks. I don't know. That's that's the only that's the only thing I could possibly think of because to me it just it makes zero sense at all. It just makes no sense. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. And it's not just like when you say conservative, it's not just the conservative people who think that way either. Like I've had Democrats and you know more liberal people feel the same way that you're you're saying. So I I don't know. I I think it's I think a lot of times it's kind of deep rooted in uh how you've grown up, how mm. your parents raised you, how, you know, what your religion says, what you believe in and things like that. So mm-hmm. if there was a way, which there's probably not, to um to change that, then we need to get on it, but I really don't I really don't know. Because, I mean, you know, there's people who go out and they have um, protests and things like that. But, honestly, like, screaming at someone uh, on the side of the road, I don't, <laughs> does that help? Like, does it help? I don't know. No. I don't know. I really don't know. Honestly. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Like, saying, be for abortion, be for abortion, like, I'm thinking of it as my perspective when someone puts something on the road that says, don't be for abortion, don't be for abortion, which I've seen, like, going in Memphis and things. Mm. And, um, like, it doesn't phase me. I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, yeah. and I just go on about my day. So, I don't know. I don't know how we would do it. We got to think of something, Gabby. I mean, we just we just got to put this out here. We just have to, I mean, you push out the science, though it's going to be rejected by a lot of people. But put out the science that through the first, what is it, the first trimester, 
whatever, how many trimesters that is not even a, it's just like a clump of cells and a fetus is not a person. And also say, well, if you are going to be a champion for this, these people need to put their heels to the fire and say, we need you. Like all the liberal people need to say this. All these people that are champion for uh, closing down these abortion clinics. They're that are, that are closing all these abortion clinics in, in Mississippi and making it hard to get abortions and stuff in the South. We need to go to their office and say, okay, we see you. We see what you're doing. You're trying to keep the population up, I guess. But because you say you're pro-life, right? Okay, you're pro-life. Here are a list of organizations that you're saying you're going to cut. Now, I just, I just don't understand. If you say you're pro-life, why aren't you supporting these programs that are helping to um, encourage life? Like also, food and, and a place to live. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and also, I'm kind of thinking of this like, I used to get into this debate on Facebook with these people who would be uh, pro-life. but when I would say, okay, well, what if I don't want the child or what if it's a rape or what if it's incest or what if it's blah, blah, blah. And um, they would say, well, you can give it up for adoption. But like the thing is, is like they don't know that there are like millions of kids that are yep. waiting to be adopted every single day. Yep. And the system makes it so hard for you to actually adopt a child that it's almost like, the child, like, basically never gets adopted. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the I'm not sure of the statistics, but, like, basically, children who go into adoption don't get adopted as much as the human world would like to think they get adopted. A lot of times these children stay in these facilities right. until they get teenagers and then once they become teenagers, they go into foster home, mm-hmm. from foster home, from foster home. And, and which foster uh, homes also are notorious for, you know, there's a lot of abuse. And rape, stuff going abuse, on. things like that. Right. And, you know, that's not healthy. Children need a home, uh, something to grow up in. And, 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 you know, there's statistics that say, like, the, the home life, like family and things like that. Without family, then supposedly, like, you're mentally uh, disturbed or something. I don't know. Like, there, you basically form some type of mental illness mm-hmm. because as a child, you weren't loved and cared for like you're supposed to be. Right. And um, it's crazy to me. It's just crazy to me how you can be pro-life, but really what you care about, you, you just care about your religion and yourself, and you care about your own beliefs. You don't care about other people in the world. And it isn't crazy. Like, they're always, like, these innocent children killed. They did nothing wrong. And then you show them, like, Tamir Rice, and they're like, what? He deserved it. Like. I know. It's just like, <laughs> the fucking logic, man. How many? They always say, adopt, adopt, adoption. Put it for adoption. How many people you know adopted your child? Like, if, if no you one. know anybody, it might, you could probably count them, like, two fingers. Like, two people you know. Think about all the people that are in adoption agencies right now. How many of y'all have actually even considered, like, honestly, truly, like, looked it up, researched it, adopting a child? I would say not many, and especially the ones that are that are screaming adoption. Like, let's be 
real. If we're talking about living in reality. Let's just be real. It's not really an option. Maybe they might find somewhere to live. But if we get to the root of it. If we start from the root and just educate people on sex education. It's not going to stop all of the pregnancies. But I assure you it would stop a lot of them. And we could stop having all of these problems if the folks don't get pregnant in the first place. That's all I'm saying. So I think when it's titled this episode, uh, some people don't need to be parents. Because I think that's the, <laughs> the reoccurring theme of this thing. And I, and I agree with it 100%. And uh, here's something I see, think, see that's funny. If we go back to the spanking thing. I see people myself, like we were talking about, people say, there's a difference between discipline, there's a difference between discipline. Mm -hmm. There's people I see myself that work at the school that I know who will say, oh, yeah, that child, you know, he getting beat at home and abused and stuff like that. This is just a shame. Some people don't need to be parents. When you know for a fact what they were doing to their children when their children was young, would constitute more than likely as abuse. Like spanking kids. What you mean? Like spanking kids because they have the audacity to, to, to ask a question. You call it talking back. They have the audacity to say, why? What, what is this? Why did you say that? What? Just, just for having an audacity to have an opinion. Beat. Mm. Beating folks for... Uh, for showing emotion that you didn't like. How dare you get angry? How dare you be a normal human being who shows a, re- a wide range of emotion? Beat. Like, but you, that's okay. But you're judging somebody else. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And especially in the black household, if we're just going to get into that, a lot of times in our household, we do not allow children to be human beings. We do not allow them to have opinions. We do not allow them to show emotions. We don't allow them to be upset. We don't allow them to want to be alone and by themselves. We don't allow them to not want to talk. It's pretty much like we control them. We want to control them like some robots or something like that. And then when they rebel, oh, these kids so bad and these kids are... Because you've been treating them like a dog, literally. And you expect them to just comply. We're not animals. So it's just... It's just a lot. Some people don't need to be parents. But, uh... Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just reflecting because it just makes me sad. Yeah. I'm just sad. I'm sad for all the children in the world. And I think we had an episode about this previously um, where we talked about, you know, how children are being treated. And I think we just really need to respect children. Like, children just need to be respected. Like, we have to realize that they are growing. They're human humans. Beings. People. They're human. Literally. And they don't know anything. Like, at all. And I think we forget that. We forget that we're so caught up in our, you know, adult life and uh, 
being able to think and breathe, like think and have our own emotions and things like that on our own, we forget that children are brand new and they're just learning these things. And really what we need to do is be more sympathetic towards them and we need to respect them at the end of the day. Like you, you, you can't expect a brand new one year old to know respect if you've never respected them. You know what I'm saying? Literally. That's the thing. And they like, say, if you have yeah. just spanked them all their life, if you have spanked them all their life, every time they cried, every time they did anything wrong, every time they threw their bowl on the ground with egg all in it or Cheerios or whatever you're feeding them, if you just spanked them every single time, how do you expect that child to react to you when you do something bad? It's it's like ironic to think that that child isn't gonna hit you back. Right. You know how parent parents they'll they'll hit their child and then their children will uh, scream out loud and go crazy and hit them. Yeah. Like how do you really expect your child to act? That's all they know. The love they know is spanking. That's all you showed them. Especially you showed them when you're mad and somebody does something you don't like, you hit them. Yeah. And that's what the children do. Even my little Taylor Buggy. She, when she gets mad and somebody does something she don't like, she get real mad and she, she slap them and, and, and try to, to bite them. And maybe that's what she's seen in uh, with her own eyes. Maybe that's just a part of human nature. But you know what I don't do? I don't hit her again, or I don't hit her anyway, because then that's just going to reinforce that you just hit somebody harder after they hit you, and you just have, it just, it just, it don't make sense. It, it just reinforces hitting, hit, 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 instead of getting the little baby and saying, no, stop, and putting the baby in timeout. How hard is that? No, stop, put the baby in timeout. The baby gets back out. You put the baby back in timeout. And then the baby learns. When I do something bad, I have to be by myself, and I don't like doing that. Not if I do something bad, I I I get hit, and then I'm just gonna keep hitting. Like it it, it doesn't it doesn't work. But yeah, the children. Oh, shout out to all the little children. I believe the children are future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. I just wanted to talk about those couple things because I felt it was really pressing on my heart and it really made me feel just icky inside. We just, we have to do better. Everybody. Everybody plays a part. We've got to do better. Please. And if you spank your children, I am side-eyeing you. Judging. 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 Very hard. And actually, y'all go check out uh, Glenn and her podcast because they're the ones that brought it up. We did do an episode about this. Um, It was like one of our first episodes. But uh, mm-hmm. Glenn and her recently did something about it. So y'all go check those guys out. And uh. Yeah, when this episode airs, 
we pre-recorded this. When this episode airs, the next day will be my birthday. <laughs> Wednesday, June 14th. Buy me something. Happy birthday to you. She's white. She doesn't know the Happy black version. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Yes. Ma'am. Yes. Ma'am. Come on. Happy birthday to And everyone's ears are bleeding. But all right. Um so, offended. So yeah, during uh by the time this episode airs, I will be out of town in North Carolina in the mountains with no okay. service. So um, KT will be holding it down on social media. Uh, shout outs to her. Yes, you will. And, yep. So, if you don't know what T.O. Black is, and if you're 18 plus, uh, you better ask somebody. Um, so, I think that's pretty much it. Thank you guys always for joining in this conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope this was a great conversation starter for you to take it home and and uh, discuss it with your family and your friends. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with somebody you love. And this has been your girl, Gabby. And your girl, Katie. And this has been 